Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Joe Pugh for IFL TV. Gareth, it's a Monday night, Monday after the weekend before. I saw you yesterday in Bournemouth. We'll get straight to it. Willem Smith, his first offence of his WBO Cruiserweight title against Mastanac. What did you make of that fight? Well, he had a very tough time between rounds three and six. He started well. Um... But frankly, I thought he was getting beaten up between rounds three and six. Mastanac was using his experience and toughness. But Billum Smith's got massive cojones, came through it very well, targeted the body. Trainers are known as eyes and ears. And Shane McGuigan was definitely his eyes and ears in this fight. Told him to target the ribs where he noticed that there was a like a, a spike in the ribs of Mastanac, he'd seen it in fight week and said target his his ribs. And sure enough, knocked the, the wind out of his sails, broke his ribs, broke his damaged ribs again. And uh, Mastanac couldn't breathe, couldn't come out for the eighth round. Job done. Billum Smith is not the most talented boxer in the world. He's not the best dancer. He hasn't got the fastest feet. But my word, has he got a champion spirit and heart. And he really showed it. In a great atmosphere, by the way, down on the beach in the Bay of Bournemouth. Certainly. And that atmosphere was something special. It was a great night out in Bournemouth, wasn't it? We had Ben Whittaker, Lauren Price, all these elite amateurs who's coming through now. Surely for Boxer in 2024, they're going to have a great year. I completely agree. They've got lots of prospects. They've got a stacked cruiserweight division. Um... You know, they've got React Paul, they've got Coley, um, they've got Billum Smith with the belt. They've got Jaya Pattaya without a belt at the moment. Mm. Who knows whether he might come over? I know he's promoted by Eddie Hone and Matchroom, but there's a fight to be made as well. I expect React Paul will meet Billum Smith at the, uh, what is it, the Affinity Stadium, is it? Um, I think it's the Affinity Stadium. Vitality. Or the Vitality Stadium, Vitality, rather, I think, I think it is. Yeah, the vitality. That would be an amazing atmosphere in the spring if they can get that fight on. I, I fully expect us to be going back down to Birmingham. Well, sorry, Bournemouth. <laughs> I've, I've been so many places in the last few days. I can't remember where I was. Did you? You, you thought it was Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I that's Lauren Price. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we've got Dan Aziz and... Um, Joshua Boazzi fighting in the new year. We've got Tasha Jonas and Michaela Mayer fighting. You know, it looks really good in the early early part of the year already. 
for boxer. Fran Hennessy, you could mention as well. What an exciting prospect she is. Had a great catch up with her in a sec after her second pro fight and victory on Saturday night. Great catch up with Mick Hennessy and his crew. Always great to see Mick. Have to keep mentioning the man that first promoted Tyson Fury, Carl Froch, Darren Barker. Mick's a, an unsung legend in, in British boxing. Talking of which, I'm delighted for Jane Couch that mm. she's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, literally, before you were born, she was out there doing her thing. We were covering her story, taking the boxing board of control to court, uh, to the high court over the fact she couldn't get a license. And they had a very Procrustean system back then, Pugsley. Um, a very, they were Luddites, my friend. They were Luddites. They, they didn't know what women's boxing even was way back then on the board. And she fought them and she won it. And I remember her debut at Caesar's Palace in Streatham. It was a nightclub in Streatham called Caesar's Palace in South London. That was her debut. But Jane was a great character. So pleased she's in the Canastota International Hall of Fame. But back to Bournemouth. Yes. Um, and it was a rollicking night. The fans were amazing down there. That, that room, the International Bournemouth Centre, the Bournemouth International Centre, You've been to the Hulu Theatre at Madison Square Garden, haven't you? I haven't, Gareth, but I could imagine it's like that. It's very similar. It's one big banked area of seats and the, the ring pushed up against the wall. Brilliant atmosphere, great walkouts. Ben Whitaker, so much to come from him. Sugar, Sugar Hill Stewart thinks he's got a diamond on his hands, though. Tyson Fury's trainer. Um, yeah, great stuff. Boxer have done very well with that group of fighters. They certainly have. And just what kind of 20 hours before we saw what could be a breakout performance for, for someone entering a pound for pound list in Devin Haney. We've seen Devin Haney fight Lomachenko in the past. We've seen him fight George Cambosis, but could he do it up at 140 against Regis Progay? What did you make of that performance? Because that was something special, wasn't it? It was quite brilliant. Um, it was almost what I expected. I think it was very good matchmaking. Um, it was majestic. His shapes reminded me of Mayweather at times. He was very clinical. Obviously got the knockdown as well as the shutout in terms of the points. Very, very fine performance. Now, in the next two years, we've got to see this guy against Tio Lopez, Ryan Garcia, Javonta Tank Davis and Shaka Stevenson. And I think his style suits Teofimo Lopez. I think his style suits Tank Davis as well. But I think he and Shaka Stevenson could be the fight of the generation. Really good. The fight of the generation. And if Devon's built into 140 by then, and has maybe been gone up and had a 147 fight as well. That's going to be the jeopardy for Shaka Stevenson when they step into the ring together. But it was a brilliant performance. Thought Regis Progre was magnanimous in defeat as well. I fully expected, we spoke last week, didn't we? Mm. I fully expected Haney to win, but the manner of the victory was imperious. It certainly was. And you mentioned. Floyd Mayweather's name there. Is it too far-fetched to start 
comparisons between the two of them? Yeah, I mean, Floyd Mayweather, what was it, seven weight divisions in the end? Um, or five, five to seven weight divisions. I'm so tired, I can't remember right now. Um, but he was a multiple, multiple world champion, undefeated, over 50-odd fights. You know, he fought a score of world champions. Is Devin Haney going to be mentioned in the same breath one day? It's possible. He'd have to beat those four that I just mentioned and probably another four after them coming through. The key Sean Davises of this world maybe go up and face a Terence Crawford even. Um, beat an Errol Spence at one four seven. He's got to do all those kind of things first. Um, but he does seem to have the ability and he really grew into 140 in a brilliant way. He he may well grow into 147 as well because he's still a very young man at 24. Um, and he looks like he's even got growing to do. So, no, it was, it was, it was we did watch a masterclass from, a, from a, a brilliant, brilliant young boxer. You certainly did. And just uh, very quickly, Gareth, just a couple of things I want to pick your brain about. I know we haven't got long. Um, today, quite a bizarre rumour entered to the boxing mill that Tommy Fury might be fighting Roy Jones. 30 years age difference. Did you see that? And what did you make of that? I just got a whisper of it, actually. Mm. I just need time to, to... What do I think about that? I just don't see the need for it. Yeah, I'd rather see John Fury fight Roy Jones, I think. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever see John Fury in the ring, Gareth? Whether that be misfits or uh, something of that ilk? No, no, no I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Fair I enough. think he's very good at um, promoting fights, but I can't see John in the ring. I can't see John in the ring. Just He'd probably fight Jake Paul if Jake Paul allowed him to fight him. Yeah, that'd be pay-per-view, wouldn't it? We'd all, we'd, all, uh, we'd all watch that. I don't know what we'd think about it, but we'd all watch that. Just finally, Gareth. That's, that's bright purple. That is a bright purple paper. Yeah. Oh, it is. It certainly is. Last week, since I spoke to you, it got revealed that your colleague, Mr. Simon Jordan, had met up with Connor Ben. Was you shocked to hear that? No, not at all. I think Simon Jordan probably wants him on his show and Conor Ben probably wants to go on his show. Um, Conor Ben's got to try and uh, get out there in the media if he wants this fight with Chris Eubank Jr. to happen. And if it isn't Chris Eubank Jr., who, who's going to be the big money fight? Um, I know Josh Kelly wants to fight him. I was with Josh Kelly today and he was mentioning that he wants to fight Conor Ben. Kelly's got a fight this weekend, of course, against Colombian. Um, and I fully expect him to win that fight. I'd watch Josh Kelly against Conor Ben. I think that's a terrific fight, at light middleweight, of course. Yeah, I think a lot of people are wondering what it's going to be for Conor Ben if it's not Chris Eubank Jr. Who springs to mind for you? Kelbrook, potentially. Yep. Who wants one more fight? We've seen him in the ring a little bit with Dominic Ingle in media clips recently. Um, Eddie Hearn had mentioned his name before. They've had a few 
bumping shoulders, head-butting each other at ringside, not not metaphorically, not physically. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me at all. But I, I can't think... I, I just have a feeling at the moment that Chris Eubank Jr. is not going to step into the ring on February the 3rd against Conor Ben. Mm, I'm sure we will find out soon enough, Gareth. But as you did say... You're very tired. It's been a it's been a long weekend. I think you've done PFL as well, is it, Gareth? I did PFL in Dublin on um, Friday. Came back Friday, Saturday morning, and did. I uh, listen. I love doing this. Um, uh, did talk sports in the studio on Saturday night. Stayed up for Haney and Progre. Uh, drove to the south coast yesterday. It, you know, it wasn't a late finish. I've got to add, mm. and then drove back today. Did a, an off-the-cuff to zone shoot with Josh Kelly before he headed to Sunderland and the Beacon of Light before his fight this weekend, uh, headlining. And now I've just got home to uh, to record some of my William Hill stuff and, and stuff with you. So um, you know, it's the eyes is, the eyes are sl- slowly closing. Excellent, Gareth. Well, I appreciate taking so some of your time out of that pack schedule, and hopefully. I'll speak to you very soon. Thanks, Gareth. Go, Gareth. I can't wait for Jesse Bam Rodriguez and uh, Sonny Edwards at the weekend as well. What a fight that is, by the way. What a fight. To decide the number one um, in the flyweight division. If Sonny can be as elusive against Bam as he has been against other fighters, this could be an extraordinary victory and propel him into being probably our number one pound-for-pound boxer in the UK right now. I completely agree. I can't wait to watch that one. Early hours of Sunday morning. I am up in Sunderland this week, Gareth, uh, to watch uh, Josh Kelly. I know you've just done a shoot with him. So I'm sure we'll catch up on all of that fights from this weekend. And I'll, uh, yeah, speak to you soon. Get some sleep, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.